Welcome to the Creativity Reflections podcast, a podcast all about your creative expression. I'm your host, Hannah Fitzgibbon, creativity coach, and I'm here to help unblock your creativity. Today, I'm going to talk about what story you tell yourself and others about your creative life and work. At some point in our creative journey, Likely when our work is still a hobby and we're sort of transitioning into that phase of more professional play, we want to make this a thing, we want to do something serious with it, we encounter the question, so what do you do? Do you dread this question? Dread being sized up and boxed in depending on your answer. It can be especially difficult in our early stages of building a creative career because we sort of have one foot in the hobby camp and one foot in the professional camp and we think to ourselves, who am I to call myself an artist? There are lots of reasons we don't give ourselves permission to talk about our work the way we someday hope to. Things like, I'm not very good yet. I don't want them to ask to see my work. I'm not getting paid for it yet, at least not very much. It's not my real job. I don't know my voice or what I'm trying to do with this yet. So instead, we talk about our real job in advertising or the bank or retail. If we mention our art at all, we're apologetic or small about it. We explain that we're not very good, that we're just starting out, that we don't really know what it is that we want. We do this mainly because we think we know what they're thinking And we think we can beat them to the punch because it hurts less than their judgment. Yet behind closed doors in our own serene art practice or when we're with like-minded creatives, our story is very different. You likely give yourself permission to experiment and try. You don't expect to make a living from it right now and that's rarely on your mind. It's fun and you feel more yourself when you do it. You feel quietly proud of your progress and appreciate this special time with your craft. It's so interesting then to pay attention to what you say to others because it's such a great indication of what's bubbling away under the surface. You see, our words mirror our thoughts and our thoughts match our emotions. So if we're feeling insecure, uncomfortable or judged, we will think thoughts that match these emotions. Things like, I'm not very good yet, I'm not a professional, I don't really know what I'm doing. And because we thought these things, Our words reflect these thoughts. We might have body language and tone that betrays our discomfort. We might try to justify ourselves and our choices. I'm raising my hand here. I am so guilty of this. When we catch ourselves talking down about our craft or our ability, it's really great feedback. It shows us there's something we're worried about. It's the symptom of a deeper cause. When we become aware of it, we can shine a light on it and decide if we want to keep it or change it. Remember, our words reflect our inner thoughts and feelings. Most of these thoughts and feelings, about 95% of them, are automatic and happen without our awareness. So words give us a window to view this part of ourselves, which is really valuable. Feeling insecure, uncomfortable or judged gets in the way of us living our creative life. Telling ourselves or others we're not good enough yet or professional yet stops us taking risks, making mistakes, and ultimately progressing and getting better. It's unhelpful. 
Telling others we're not good enough yet robs them of the opportunity to appreciate your art and judges their aesthetic. They might have been really moved by your piece, ready to ask how they can buy it, but hearing that you don't sell it or that it's not very good makes them feel like shy about asking. So let's reframe this. Firstly, let's change the question that we hear them ask into a more interesting question. So they say, what do you do? People ask this question because of instinct, it's what they've always said, or insecurity, they don't really know what to say, or judgment, they want to label you with a status attached to your job. But really, they're looking to learn a bit more about you and find some common ground to have a conversation. So when they say, what do you do? You can hear, what are you working on at the moment? Or, what are you interested in right now? These questions are much less loaded. They take the sting out of the judgment so that you can say what you actually want to say about your interests and what you're working on or learning about. And they get to learn something about you and find some common ground. So it's a win-win. Then you're free to say something like, I'm working on some new paintings at the moment, or I'm really interested in storytelling and I've been learning some really cool things. We've shifted the attention from are we good enough and what's our status and placed it on what are we interested in which is a much better conversation anyway. What I love about this shift is it is a more open starting place. Curiosity and interest are really open. They intrinsically have more questions than answers. They accept what is and look for something new to add. Open can be a little more vulnerable, but even then you can get curious about what happened and look for new ways around it. It is both the problem and the solution. On the other hand, playing small, making excuses and worry are all really closed. Each justification builds a wall around possibility and closes you off from others. Walls protect you, but they also block you in. Jim Quick says, if you fight for your limitations, you get to keep them. In other words, if you tell people you're not good enough yet and you aren't a professional yet because it's not your full-time vocation, you are fighting for your limitations. No one's going to disagree with you or prove you wrong. But if you share your interests and your learnings, you talk about your hopes for the future and what you're grateful for now, you're unlimited. No one's going to disagree with you or prove you wrong. In fact, they might really like your work or know someone who can help, a mentor or a potential customer, for example. They might feel inspired by your persistence and vulnerability and admit something interesting and unusual about themselves too. You're a creative person. You have artistic license to play with the story you tell about yourself and your work. So tell me, what story are you telling? Is it open or closed? Or is it like a chameleon changing depending on who's asking? Thank you for listening to the Creativity Reflections podcast. If you would like to invest in your creativity and magnify your voice and overcome some of those blocks that are keeping you stuck, check out my website, creativityreflector.com.